You're listening to Having a Chat, the show where we talk to interesting people with interesting tastes in music about the music that they love. I'm Alex Spears, and this week on the show, we are chatting with Alexia from Destroy Boys. Destroy Boys are a band I first came across at one of their gigs in Toronto, and since then, I have always been blown away by the power of their music and their authenticity as people. They've got a great new record out on Hopeless Records, so I'm really excited to have Alexia with us to chat about some music. This is Having a Chat. Alexia, thanks so much for joining us. What's up? Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. And, uh, you know, it's not out yet. I don't know if it will be out by the time we, we release this, but congrats, depending on if it is or isn't, congrats yeah. on the, the new record. Thank you. I'm very How are you feeling about it? I'm really stoked. It's um, These songs are some of my favorite songs that we've ever written. So I'm really excited to see uh, how it comes out. Or, I mean, it came out great, in my opinion. <laughs> but I'm excited for other people to be able to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to kick things off with um, one of your songs from the new record, a song called Drink. Yes. And as someone who... I think I can comfortably say that I'm out on the other side of, uh, of a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. um, the line she understands me like you did she really loves me my uh, and forgive me if i'm completely misreading it but my interpretation of that is that the she in this case is alcohol mm -hmm. um and that line really hit me where i live um but uh i was wondering if you might be able to just share us share with us a little bit about what the song's about yeah i mean that's pretty much what it is um uh there's like alcoholism and addiction that runs in my family and so i don't have as much of a problem with drinking like this song was kind of a combo song of me and vi like she kind of came up with the original idea and i took it and ran with it with like other um and kind of like built on the lyrics and stuff um, but yeah, that's basically, I mean, it, and it switches between she really loves me and she really loathes me because I feel like that's what the dynamic usually is. Like, I'm not, I don't really drink very much because of like my family history. Um, but I have other vices. So, <laughs> uh, which, you know, is really, is really frustrating. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of like, yeah. Yeah, so it, 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 those vices. Yeah, and vices are such a weird thing because I I do feel like having, like you know, been like clean and sober for three years. I, I I do feel like in many ways I've just like swapped out vices. You know, like now now I'm like going through just an insane amount of coffee. Like it, yeah, it, it, and it, it's such a cliche too. Like I don't know, it just it, there, there's a whole subgenre of sobriety memes about such cliches but no absolutely or it's like oh you stop smoking but then like you're on your phone for four more hours a day or exactly. you know you eat a lot more sweets you me you know <laughs> like yeah it is like and i don't know anyone who like doesn't have vices like even the people i know who don't have like traditional vices get their you know fix i suppose from something else whether it's like watching tv or working out you know um 
Yeah, it's a rough, it's a weird thing to, to deal with. But the love-hate relationship there is like an interesting thing to try and capture. Like, because because I feel like it goes both ways, right? Like, exactly. you know, certainly alcohol hates me and loves me and I love and hate alcohol. It, yeah. Like, that's, like, that's like an interesting concept to try and capture. Yeah. I was definitely trying to capture that in the song too. Cause it's not like, Oh, like for me, you know, smoking, it's like, oh, I hate smoking. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I should be saying this. Like, don't smoke kids. Like don't smoke. We or you know, like what, I don't know. I can't make anyone do anything. Right. Um, <laughs> That's it. But it is such a like, Ooh, like I know I shouldn't be doing this, but it like, it's kind of what I want to do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was definitely trying to get that sort of back and forth in the song, both like in the voice and in the lyrics. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, very cool. I, you know, it, for whatever my opinion means to you, I think it worked out really well. Heaven sent someone down. I'm about to turn this confession to a small cloud. Who put me here? It's hard to say. Um, so next we're going to move into the list of songs that you sent. Um, a really interesting mix. Um, most of which I've never heard before, which is always like a cool thing for me doing this show, like getting to just expand my library. Uh, if you want to call it that, um, first is, uh, witches by Alice Phoebe Lou, um, yeah. South Africa's finest. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you like about this song? Oh, I love the dreaminess of it. I love the guitar. I love the what the song is about. Um, I love the singer. She has such a unique voice. Alice Phoebe Lou has a really cool voice. And the songs always have a really nice guitar going through them. Very, you know, wistful and stuff. But this song just gets me like, it's like... It's so fun, fun. It's so fun and kind of carefree and... Um, I love witches. So, yeah. <laughs> Why? What do you love about witches? Uh, I just, you know, relate to it, to the woo-woo stuff. And I appreciate um, their work and yeah. their mysterious nature. Yeah, fair enough. When I was a kid, um, my mom told me that she was a witch. And, like, I believed her. And like only recently did she discover that I actually believed her. And wow. it's, it's something that uh, I think she feels a lot of guilt for. <laughs> Which like, is too that's, bad. that's cool. Like if your mom's a witch, like that's pretty sick. Yeah, because what is I don't know what that makes me, but like, you know, yeah. witch adjacent, I guess. Yeah. Like way. a demigod, but like yeah. a witch. Yeah, like, I mean <laughs> that's good enough for me. You've got this golden 
All right, next up is No Debate by Rico Nasty. Um, you know, Rico Nasty's sick, like hard to know where to begin. Uh, what do you like about this song? So first of all, this whole album, Nightmare Vacation, I think is the name of it. Um, I'm ashamed that I don't, that I'm not totally sure about that, but I love this whole album. And this song is what I, you know, hear in it is the weird nature of being a touring musician. And she just talks about that, which is not something that I really hear people talk about. Um, like she has in, in a way that's kind of more real. That's not about like, you know, yeah, I'm a rock star and yeah. I do, you know, drugs and fuck. Like that's not what it's, it's about. <laughs> she's like, um, the less glamorous side, I guess. Yeah. She's, um, like one lyric that strikes that, you know, kind of comes out to me usually is, um, well, the course is I could just be high, but I'm feeling the ground moving. She like what the sound doing. I know this lifestyle is crazy and it doesn't look normal, but it seems like I got used to it. We going through it. I ain't got to prove it, you know, like, and I really love, I really love that. And it just is so like, it just goes so hard too. And it's nice to hear, you know, every time it's like, I know this lifestyle is crazy and it doesn't look normal, but it seems like I used to it. It's true. Like yeah. that's what it's like. It's like, it's not normal. I did get used to it. Yeah. Well, and it seems weird. Like, you know, I've certainly seen songs in like the rock and the punk genre, like talking about the less glamorous sides of the road, like um, a bunch of songs by pup come to mind as examples of that. But it's like, it's weird that you don't see like, I guess it's kind of cool to see that in hip hop, like a genre that in, in a lot of ways is really about just sort of flaunting excesses and flaunting like the good life. Yeah. Um, to see a more honest side, like that's kind of unique for the genre. And then she also talks about like not needing to prove, prove shit to people, which yeah. I appreciate. I just love Rico Nasty too, as, as a musician, as like an artist, as like a personality that I see on the internet. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> it's like not as a person. I don't really know her as a person, um, unfortunately, <laughs> but one yeah. day you never know. I know. Oh, she's so cool. And like, goth and she does all these different she has different looks all the time which i love she seems to like punk music and she does like some hyper pop stuff too like genre bendy right uh in her own way yeah very cool i could just be high but i'm feeling the ground moving she like what the sound doing we'll call it we'll get to it and i wouldn't lie i know this lifestyle is crazy and it doesn't look normal but it seems that i used to i'm getting to it Um, all right, so uh, next up is I Think I'm Normal by Carter Ace. Another hip-hop track, although a little bit different. Um, quite a bit different, I think. Um, what do you like about this song? 
Um, so Carter Ace is, is one of my friends who I met this year. And Sweet. this song, like, um, first of all, musically, it's so good. It's like, I listen to the song. I think I listen to it like every day, honestly. It's on like the top of one of my playlists. And so I just hit play on the playlist and I listen to the whole thing. Um, you don't do the shuffle, eh? You just you just go from the top. I It kind of varies, but this one is sort of, sorry, there was a bug. Um, there's like a series of Steve Lacey songs that in my opinion should go in this order that I have them in that I think is the same way that it is on, on the, on um, Apollo. So I like to listen to it like that. Yeah. It has a flow. This playlist has a flow. Other playlists like don't. Yeah, no, I trust you. Um, I trust you, Judge. But yeah, so I love this song because I like the lyrics a lot too. I mean, I like just how the song is. And I also really um, like the lyrics. There's a lot of them. Um, I think I want to, you know, I think my mom knows I'm never getting my doctorate. Like, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I think I might go lay in the coffins. Like, <laughs> um, is the parental pressure thing something that you empathize with yeah not anymore because like you know i do what i do now but um i was going to school up until 2019 like early 2019 and then i dropped out for for a tour for um yeah for music and they were like what and i was like i kind of already did it so like it's a little too late um but they've always been they've always been pretty supportive but i i do feel pressure of you know or i did it's like less so now of you know needing like a plan b um but that's sort of gone like less and less pressing over time but um, I do empathize with the parental pressure and it's like, not even them. It's like other people, like yeah. adults, adults, like when I meet people for the first time and, um, they don't know, like, you know, um, how successful I, my career is right now. And then they'll be like, Oh, well, like, you know, are you doing anything else? And I'm like, no, I get to like <laughs> sit at home and, and write music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, no, like, I don't need a plan B. And especially I don't need, like, your advice, like, stranger. Um, but I do, yeah, I do resonate with him with that. And he's also, like, in the song, he's like, I think my life is better when I'm celibate and all these different, like, which is funny, which is, like, a funny thing to say. It's kind of just about, you know, the title of the song, like, I think I'm normal is so, um, has layers to it. Yeah. Because you could argue that that's not actually that not normal. normal thing exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the way that, you know, you think that what you do is normal, but like from another sort of the same with that Rico Nasty song, like what you, you know, you're used to this lifestyle, you're used to your life, whatever it is exactly. But from the outside in, it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that song is just so like listen to the you know for whoever's watching like listen to the song where it gets played like cause in the in the pot so for the radio oh, version cool. for the radio version we'll listen to the full song for the podcast version we'll listen to thirty seconds and okay, it'll be cool. linked in the show notes so oh sweet hell yeah listen to the song <laughs> yeah um and he has this, these these lyrics in the song that are like I'm so important I'm fucking gorgeous 
prioritize myself because shit, I know I'm awesome. And like, that's great. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Self-love. Uh, yeah. And he's a really sweet dude too. So yeah. yeah. Well, so talk to me about that. Like uh, getting to know, I mean, you, you said you got to know him within the last year. Um, is that kind of, you know, bearing in mind that, that the U S is on a slightly different post pandemic trajectory than we are in yeah. Canada. Um, what, yeah. what's that been like for you? Just, um, meeting new people just, uh, in this sort of funny new world that we're, that we're living in. I mean, it's weird. Um, I still am not completely comfortable like doing things we met, I think, um, like when the U.S. was like, oh, we're good now. Like, right. we're fine. <laughs> so, but even then I was still kind of, um, you know, unsure about it. But every time I get to make a new friend, I'm really excited. It makes me really happy um, because I, like it doesn't happen that often now. Um, and I'm also way more choosy about who I talk to. Like I was at a show the other day and you know, there were people there, but I really wanted to like talk to this specific, you know, like three or four people. Right. And so I didn't try and go around and talk to all these people. I don't know. I just was, you know, specific about, no, I want to talk to like this person. It's more purposeful. And I feel like, yeah, yeah. Maybe before the pandemic, I would have tried to, you know, be more like a social this is me doing like social (laughs) um but now i'm kind of like no if i like don't like talking to you immediately i'm not gonna keep going i'm gonna or you know i'm not gonna put very much effort in and so it's cool and i've been sort of making more friends who are into music i was really it was cool to meet um carter because or it's cool meeting people who like understand the music industry because I can be like, Oh, my manager, this, or like booking agent that. And then they just know what I'm talking about already. Right, right, right. Um, which is like, it's not a problem if you don't know it's, it's a whole world of its own. Right. But, but it's um, cool if you do. Yeah. But then if I can just say like my manager and they're like, you're like, which manager they just get, you know, they just understand or I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, points to these, whatever. Like they just, it, you get it on a different level. And it's like, I got to see him perform and like, oh, it was so good. That was one of the first shows that I'd seen after the pandemic. It was like a house show. So crazy. And he did the song and I was like, dude, like, this is so good. <laughs> well, and have you been doing the kind of, so like, you know, I, I had these friends from Montreal who were like really itching to come to Toronto and play like a plugged in gig. Like they, they're, they're a really cool two piece and they came here and, we couldn't find a venue that was like comfortable doing like, you know, the argument we were going to do it as like a private event, which is still allowed, you know what I mean? Like, but so we ended up just setting up in a park, but it's been interesting to kind of see how the, the DIY thing has really taken on a new meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that something that destroy boys has uh, embraced? Not something that we've necessarily embraced because we have some other, because we're able to get shows at venues and here now. And, you know, I'm very, I had COVID in December and like that shit sucked. And yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, you know, not fun. And so I'm pretty serious about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, And so our shows and most shows around here, um, most shows are like vaxxed or, or in San Francisco specifically too, it doesn't really let you go anywhere unless you have a vaccine card. Um, so it's like, 
all shows are negative test or vaccine card and and masks like because i you know above all else like if people wear masks i feel so safe yeah for sure like i had covid like at work i was at work i didn't know that i had it yet because nothing i had no i just had no idea right and like i developed symptoms like while i was there um but i thought that i was like it was i was doing a night shift so i thought i was like tired um but then, you know, no one from my job got it because we were all wearing masks. This was right, pre vaccinations right, right. and shit. Holy so, cow, that's amazing. Yeah, no, December. Yeah, so like literally no one from my work got it. Only people yeah. that I live with did. Um, so us personally, like, haven't had to do that as much. We've been doing sort of like outdoor outdoor events or like i get like to go on instagram live um but there are definitely people around here who are throwing shows like i went to a show that was in golden gate park which was really cool like some kids brought a generator and set up yeah that's what we did yeah it was so sick it's like sick. it's so cool um people were throwing shows in a cave around here but then like a newspaper got wind of it oh, that's so, so like, cool yeah, no, I, I like haven't I didn't get to go to one um, because like the cops found out about them. Um, but yeah, so people and I went to, I went to like a comedy show that was in someone's backyard. And I mean, things are more open here, too. So you can like go find shows and venues too. Um, they have requirements to get in. Yeah, yeah as they should. As they should. Yeah. Wanna empty my pockets? Think my mama knows I'm never getting my doctorate. Think I wanna blink it till my eyes dry out of my sockets. I think I wanna stalk all of my homies in my space. I think I wanna rent an apartment, school mattress. I'ma go and lay in the coffin and drink till I'm nauseous. Be so obnoxious. Probably live alone cause I don't have any options. Yeah. I feel your brain. I see your brain. I know the way you work. I feel your brain. I know you. I'm so important. I'm fucking gorgeous. Prioritize myself because hell I know I'm awesome. Um, all right. Uh, Gil Scott Heron when you are who you are uh, a bit of a departure just p- purely in the sense that it's 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 an older tune um what do you like about this one i love the theme i love like when you when you are who you are um i'm trying to think of how the chorus goes exactly but i really like the idea he talks about like every morning when you wake up you put on a new disguise don't you know how long it would take me to realize something like that like and then he says, "I'm impressed every time you smile. When I know that you mean to smile, because you can be so very beautiful when you are who you are." And that's like so cute. It's so cute and sweet. Um, I really like just. I mean, I love his voice and the song. Like it's so like dun, 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 um, groovy, and the theme of of liking someone for who they are is is really sweet and important um because i've definitely put on a face for people when i date them that isn't exactly uh genuine and it's not like on purpose i just get nervous and yeah yeah of course you know when you like 
do things and you're like oh like i don't want to be weird you yeah. know and i'm sure you've had people put on a face for you as well like we the, yeah. it's one of these things that we've all experienced both ways yeah yeah and so you know i like the idea of you know you know being yourself in front of someone and like if they like that like that's cool then, yeah 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 um, celebrating a lot less effort <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. easier yeah a lot easier and when you wake up, you put on a new disguise. Just how long did you think it would take me to realize that the things you were ain't real? You never tell me just how you feel when you could be so very beautiful when you are who you are. Next up, um, I'm going to actually get you to help me with the pronunciation on this. I apologize. I, I don't want to. Oh, Fotos y Recuerdos by Selena. Yeah, by Selena. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, one of these kind of artists where never heard of her. And then you look her up and it's kind of like, how have I not heard yeah. of her? Um, mm-hmm. And another kind of cool thing about this song is that it was co-written with Chrissy Hind, which is like. I did not know that. Yeah, like that that was oh. just, you know. Wikipedia is a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh for you, I guess, what do you what do you like about this song? Yeah. I mean, I really like Selena. Um she's just like, you know, Latin American, you know, or Mexican American icon. Um I really like her music. It's I love cumbia. I love to dance. And Fotos, Fotos y Recuerdos is a really sweet song of hers. I was it, it was tough for me to pick like between a bunch of her songs because I also really like El Chico en el Apartamento 512. That's a really good one too off the same album. But yeah, I like Selena a lot. She just talks about, um, uh, well, the song is Fotos y Recuerdos. That's like pictures and memories. Right, right. Um, and so it's like about that um but i don't know it's a really she's so sick like it's such a bummer what happened to her um do you know well she was I, no i don't oh, she was like murdered at the height of her career um like what is theorized that happened is that her like fan club president murdered her and they don't know if it was on accident or if it was on purpose um but yeah and so she died when she was like i think 25 or something and she was literally like at the height of her career um yeah and so it's heartbreaking yeah i know (laughs) um but i just i remember like listening to selena when i was really little and i really appreciate how she you know, she was born in, in the U.S., I'm pretty sure, in, like, Texas, and but she was also Mexican, and how she 
sang songs in Spanish um, and didn't want to change her lyrics to be in English. Like she kept right, it right. in Spanish and it went off so well with every, you know, cause it's like, yeah, like look at this country. There's lots of, you know, people who speak Spanish here. Of course there's, of course people want that. And so I appreciate her for being, for, you know, being just like a Latin artist when yeah, that yeah. wasn't as common. A Latin artist like in the US speaking Spanish when that wasn't as common. Yeah. 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 It's it's an interesting thing, like the, this idea of sort of where the industry in terms of language, it, it, and like it's not really the industry, but I guess just everywhere else, people are doing it in English because that is the the sort of the dominant language. I was having, um, it's kind of a weird tangent, but in, my day job is uh, as a political staffer and we're in the middle of an election campaign right now. And the candidate who I'm working for um, did a lot of work on supporting copyright for indigenous artists mm. whose um, like, you know, poems or stories or um, or throat singing in some cases are used and sampled in other um, in other songs. Uh, mm -hmm. and also just ensuring that their languages are represented, uh, yeah. in, in music Whoa. and in art. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just like an interesting thing because like, wh like, why is it like, why, why is it that like, you know, we, everything has to be in English. Like the, the, there's, there's so much beauty in other languages. Colonizer bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That's really cool. Like shouts out to that person for yeah. doing that. I had, you know, I'm sure that it happens all the time and that they don't get their, you know, like, and no one would even know. Yeah. It's like a weird thing in like sort of, I guess like Canadian music business law that like no one really thinks about, but it's super important. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it probably happens here too, but just like is less prominent. Yeah. Uh, or I feel like it's probably more like, like black artists probably get ripped off yeah. more, you know? Yeah. And that probably I mean. happens here too, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking everywhere sucks and is racist. No, I have such a problem with everything being in English when, you know, there's so much good music that's in other languages. And I think it's, you know, everyone else seems to listen to American music or, you know, American or UK, like music in English. Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly. completely the dominating uh, musical powers from my perspective. You know, it's like the US, like UK, Europe, um, which is not like English speaking, but, yeah. you know, but like Australia, even as well. Australian. Bit. Yeah. Um, and like Canada, too. Um, and it's such a bummer because there's so many good Spanish rock songs and on our album, I, there are two songs in Spanish on there. And one of them is like a pretty metal. I'm, I mean, I use that word kind of loosely, right? It was definitely like a choice to make that song in Spanish because part of me was like, maybe I should make one of the more, you know, mid-tempo-y songs in Spanish, you know? for whatever reason, I don't know, yeah. but it ended, up, it ended up fitting. I just wanted, I wanted to make sure that we had songs in Spanish because I, we have a bunch of like fans from different parts of the world from yeah, yeah, of course. Mexico and Argentina. Or even just in California. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as you say, people in California, people all across the United States speak Spanish. Like, yeah, I speak Spanish pretty regularly here. Um, and 
Yeah, it's just very important. I think it's kind of, you know, shitty that most music, most rock music at least seems to be in, most popular music is in English because there is just such a, there's so much music that we're missing out on because people are like, I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Or like, you know, we were asked to write, I was asked to write translations for the songs in Spanish. And I was like, why? I was like, well, then should I translate all the English lyrics? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. And they're like, oh, well, you know, like when people try to translate them, they're going to misinterpret them. And, and I'm just like, that's a problem that like everyone else has. Yeah. Like English, the whole world. So, has. No, yeah. like I'm not going to, I'm not going to write translations for them. Y'all can figure it out. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah fair well yeah. <laughs> there's this interesting thing that so we, we had this and i'm just kind of curious to get your take on this bearing in mind that we're kind of veering off going down a bit of a rabbit hole but uh, there's this group this afro-cuban duo that we had on the show like a while back and they were talking about like this frustration with uh, at award shows their music being thrown into the world category and you know and, and i don't want to knock award shows necessarily because i'm i think that it's it's likely well-intentioned i hope you know maybe i'm being optimistic but it, it certainly seems interesting that like the world category is basically just like all non-white people who play music that's not from like you know like british north american like hegemonic Mm -hmm. powers like you know what i mean it's yeah. it's just kind of weird like how, how how that all gets kind of lumped into the same thing yeah and how you could you know i can imagine you probably have all different genres in one genre where it's like yeah exactly yeah like there will be cumbia and there will be like reggaeton in the same genre when exactly those are like pretty different style you know when they're or you know like salsa and cumbia or something where you wouldn't put like rock and metal in the same group. Yeah, right? no, exactly. Like you would have that separate from each other. Cause otherwise people would be like, why the fuck is like, is, you know, code orange and rock. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, I have a, a slight bone to pick with award shows. Um, they're not, I mean, I just remember, what was it? The Grammys, I think the rock, like, you know, there were like two rock songs in there. And then the rest of the songs, I was like, this, how is this a rock song? I was like, <laughs> yeah. not, like there's not even like a distorted guitar. Right, right. Like, and, you know, and it's also kind of interesting to be like, what does that mean? Like what, what gets considered rock music? Like what is considered like world music? Who is deciding this? Yeah, yeah. Something that's so inherently arbitrary, like yeah, that like, it shouldn't come down to like a person's decision almost. And I know that it's like, you know, the Grammys and just award shows in general, it's like, who do they really represent? I don't know. Pretty sh like there's some, there's some, some puppeteering I'm sure going on. But yeah, I think, I mean, that's pretty lame. Like to all be like lumped into the world, into the world category, because it's like, that is such an expansive group. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Of course. There's arguably like more diversity within what gets thrown into a world category than there is within like any of the other categories. You know? Yeah. It's like people would throw a fit if you threw, if you did pop rock and metal in one group, like, 
yeah i mean isn't don't award shows like haven't there also been like urban like urban well music? so this is what i was gonna say yeah. so the, i have this my it's best... like just say <laughs> just say yeah. what you try to yeah, say yeah no exactly well so my best friend's mom um who's a phenomenal singer and like a you know a big mentor to me um she was the singer in like this kind of new wavy punk band in the 80s um and she's black and she got at the junos which is like the big canadian award show um her band was nominated in the urban category with like a bunch of like r&b and hip-hop artists and she was like we're a new wave band like what do you and she ended up winning and i think she was the first woman in the history of the award show to like walk up and then just leave it on the leave the award on the podium like she declined it That's and so like so you know j- just my perspective on this has always kind of been shaped by like the badassness of like that story yeah. um but yeah like you're right like ur- urban is as you say like just you know say what we all know you're, yeah. you're meaning with that or you know just being like what do you mean by that like yeah that's fucked up it's like that should be in rock or punk or whatever yeah exactly exactly or like just create a new wave category yeah, <laughs> anyway. yeah. like there are plenty of new that's the thing too is that maybe they're like you know oh like throw it on the world music like there's no way that there's enough bands for that and it's like dude there yeah. are so many bands in every genre yeah like what, what do you think is just one <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah, yeah watch shows are weird and i wish that the music industry were more i mean i wish it were a lot of things um but more inclusive of of different people who speak different languages and and live in you know internationally or less racist and sexist that'd be cool that would all yeah that would that'd also be, so be really cool <laughs> yeah. up by talking about muzzle um and there's a line in it and i don't think that it's about like and i i don't know like i I hate going down these kind of covid rabbit holes because i think it's so overdone um but there's this line in it where it's like you know me by my screen um and my understanding is that you didn't write the lyrics for this one but like yeah i wrote them um but is that is that a covid reference like (laughs) Well, no, like this song was actually written before COVID. The song right. was written in like February 2020. Um, but it kind of applies to um, 
I mean, this whole like thing with the screen was a thing before. Yeah, of course. Where, you know, you got Instagram and you have Twitter and all this other stuff. And um, the song, from my understanding, is is about like people thinking that they know you, thinking they can make judgments on you, but they really don't know anything about you. Um, and especially Vi, too, because I think because Vi is like more... Um, like reserved than I am socially, I think. And so people will think that Vi is like intimidating or like mean when, when they just don't, when they just want to go, you know, like when they're just tired <laughs> because they don't put on, they won't, um, Vi doesn't do things for um, other people's comfort. So that people will interpret that as mean when it's like, no, Vi just like has anxiety and like, doesn't want to talk to people that they don't know. And yeah, the song is about people getting the wrong idea from, or just creating their own narratives in their, um, in their minds based on the internet things that they see. It's really weird. Like it's so, um, it's so weird that, that like people can Google me <laughs> and like, <laughs> right. that, you know, and you could find a lot, like you could probably find so much. Which is unsettling. I bet. Yeah, it is unsettling. It's a little liberating, um, but pretty unsettling and uns- unsettling. Cause it's like, I don't know what you'll find on there. I don't want to know. Like that's, it is me, but it's not me either. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with it. (laughs) I just don't look at any of it. And like, I'm just thinking like, man, like, what if I date someone? Like, should I just tell them like, just please don't Google me. Like you should learn about me, like through me. Um, Yeah. I have a, I have a, like this person who's like, uh, you know, a, a good friend of mine, but I, we went on a date at one point and I told my mom and this person's in a band and like my, my mom started like Googling her and shit. And it was just like, yeah it's it's weird it's weird yeah i was like stop like you know keep that separation yeah yeah, yeah, keep that separation there's like me in real life and then there's like you know musician me which they are the same person but it's helpful to kind of keep them separate i obviously kind of see myself as like different people sometimes Um, all right, so with that, we are getting to everyone's favorite part of the show where you get to plug the album. Ooh, and wow. Just anything else that you want to plug, um, yeah. you know, if like whatever, whatever, go for it. Yeah. Okay, so um, we, a new album comes out. It's called Open Mouth, Open Heart, comes out on October 8th. 
we're playing some shows in on the west coast and like denver and salt lake um in early october late september we're gonna go on another tour in the fall i don't know if that's uh gonna be out yet hopefully it is by the time that this comes out so we'll probably be coming to your city or maybe not and (laughs) and we will hear about it for sure (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like come catch us on tour check out our album we have other music out that's out right now and yeah i think that's uh that's what i got all right thanks for joining us appreciate your time yeah thanks for having me alex Thanks very much to Alexia from Destroy Boys for joining us this week. As always, you can find full versions of this show wherever you get your podcasts or at havingachat.com. The show is produced by myself and Alex Anderson. Social media and marketing materials are done by Petra Walker. So don't forget to check us out on social media at havingachat. Theme music is composed by Duncan Briggs and Sugar Glass. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week.